Hi, I'm Liz Farwick, and this is my unessay project assignment for my biological anthropology class. So I'm choosing to do a podcast over Travis the Chimp and his life. I didn't know about this story until recently. I found this story when I was on TikTok and didn't really know the details or what actually happened. So I chose to do more research and I found a lot of information about his life, which I'm going to share. So Travis was born October 21st in 1995, and he died February 16th, 2009. Travis was born in a sanctuary in Missouri. He was taken from his mother, Susie, and adopted by the Harold family for $50,000. There is more information on his mother, Susie, but she died, I believe. I just didn't focus my research on her. But anyways, Travis was adopted by Sandra Harold, who lived in Connecticut. Sandra... I feel like she always had a love for animals, and I did find this one article over how she became so fascinated with primates, but I think it was at like a carnival show or something of that sort where a chimpanzee had been really friendly to her and like ran out to her in the middle of the show and gave her a big hug, and I think that's ultimately when she decided she wanted a to own a chimpanzee, um, but Sandra Harold had lost her daughter in a car accident while she had Travis, and this child, her child, grew up with Travis, and Travis was familiar with her, but Travis is a male chimp. He is actually an animal actor, too, He appeared in TV shows such as The Mari Povich Show and The Man Show, which I've never heard of, but um, he was brought up in the Harold family as a semi-human. He dressed like a child, traveled with the family, went shopping, he slept in the same bed as Sandra and her husband, and her husband and Travis would sometimes share a glass of wine together. In 2003, when Travis was eight, he had his first, quote, bad behavior episode. Sandra took him for a drive around town. Someone had thrown a bottle through the window for an unknown reason. The bottle hit Travis, and he unbuckled his seatbelt, let himself out of the car, and chased the pedestrian, but he didn't catch the pedestrian. And... There was reports of him jumping on cars and stopping traffic and such, but police thought this his behavior was being playful because everyone he was a well known chimpanzee in the neighborhood. Like and he was also a quote celebrity because he was an actor. But primatologists told Animal Control that Travis was now a fully sexualized adult with the strength of five men. And adult chimps are known to be unpredictable and potentially violent, uh, which is why all chimp actors are prepubescent chimpanzees. Um, The State Department of Environmental Protection was aware that the Heralds were in violation of a new statute 
that required a permit to keep a primate over 50 pounds. But the State Department of Environmental Protection opted not to pursue the matter because it was unlikely winnable for them to take custody of a local celebrity. After the incident in downtown, the Herald spent most of their time at home with Travis, but Jerry, her husband, got stomach cancer. And before he died, Jerry asked Sandra to put Travis in a sanctuary because he seemed that Travis would be too much for her to manage alone since once Jerry would die, Sandra would be alone and only have Travis with her. At age 14, on February 16, 2009, Travis was 250 pounds, and some reports say that this was obese for a male primate, chimpanzee, um, but Travis had lunch and was clearly agitated that afternoon, and Sandy had put a Xanax in his tea that was not prescribed to him and called her friend Carla over to help settle Travis down. And Sandy and Carla were really good friends. Just that weekend, they had returned from a casino trip, and before leaving, Carla had gotten her hair colored a different color. So keep that in mind to the point that Carla had gotten her hair a completely different color. So therefore, like, Travis had not seen Carla since this part leading up and so Travis was running around outside not listening to Sandy to come back inside when Carla got there he attacked Carla Nash Carla had pulled up into the driveway and I'm pretty sure their house was a gated area so only certain cars would come in and out at a time so Carla had gotten in to the gated area and with her new hair and she, reports also stated that she had a new car as well. So it was unfamiliar to Travis. And as Carla got out of the car, she was trying to calm Travis down and was holding a teddy bear like in front of her face towards Travis. So Travis actually attacked Carla, and the reports of what actually happened are very gruesome. He completely disfigured her face bones, um, not all of them, but a major about half of her face. He tore off her nose, ears, hands, like fingernails, and blinded her because he ripped off her eyelids. Sandra came outside and tried to save tried to save Carla and he, she beat him with a shovel and after he wouldn't stop that, she ran inside and grabbed a kitchen knife and completely kept stabbing him in the back and he would not stop. And so she ran to her car and called the police. The phone call is actually on the internet to listen to. It was very disturbing um, and sad. When the police arrived at their home, the police officer shot Travis. He had been shot and ran away. So all the pol- a lot of the police force ran into like the woods behind the house trying to find him. 
because they thought that he had ran into the woods to try to escape and but no one noticed that he went into the house instead and there he died in Sandra's bedroom um when Sandy died she actually had Travis's ashes put into the casket with her so that's the end of the story um Carla is alive and but she's had a lot of surgeries done and such and Carla lawsuited Sandy millions of dollars for just knowing that she was keeping a grown chimpanzee in captivity by herself somewhat endangering the public community around her since then there's been a lot of speculation about um, Sandy and Travis's relationship. None of this is known um, because sadly Sandy is deceased. The New York Post has accused Sandy uh, of having sexual relations with Travis. As I was doing research to more information about Travis himself, um, there was an article titled Travis the Menace, and this just this rubbed me the wrong way because he's a primate. He's not supposed to be held in captivity by humans and chimps have the right to bodily liberty. And I feel like this whole situation could have been avoided if humans just did their due diligence and kept themselves and not keep these primates in captivity where they're unfamiliar and surrounded by a bunch of unfamiliarity that they aren't used to. Another point I want to make is that sedating primate animals with man-made drugs is also not a great thing. I'm sure that the Xanax that day messed with messed with his like bodily function or even made him feel a certain way that ir- irritated him more. Ultimately, after researching Travis's story and his owners, I truly believe that Travis was not in the wrong for having to be held in captivity and taken away from his uh, his mother and put into a populated place and had to live there until he was a fully sexualized adult chimp. Thank you for listening. And I hope that you found this interesting and somewhat this helped brought awareness to not keeping primate pets.